0: Alrighty, guys, welcome back to Adventure Radio. This time, tuning in for part two of the great man, Carn Porter himself. I think, um, I think you guys, if you haven't already, you'll uh, you'll get a, like Bill said um, last week, a really good scope of um, of uh, of the Carn Porter that you may not know, the Carn Porter that's slightly different from uh, from uh, from the social media, and probably the 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 Carn Porter that he he would like you guys to know as well. Is that um, sort of what you found out when we were talking to him, Bill?
1: um i was just checking my phone i know i <laughs> just thought i'd bring um, it straight I back no into what you really what you really said but um did you did what you I, feel like say, yeah what i will say i can answer the question okay, yeah, yeah. um even yes I don't know what two it plus two
0: is six <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> yeah no I had, a, I had a great time with khan it's good man I, um, yeah i think uh, i think it's kind of like a good life chat mm. more than anything yeah um it, we don't we don't probably delve into the the, the how he trains the the what he eats although we did touch on it all vaguely um, yeah. it's it's more about the person it is his thoughts his beliefs and yeah. um, meantime we get pretty animated and pretty up and about through it too and it's just a yeah it's just a good um, good insight into the life of an athlete and and the mind of a, a normal person yep definitely really? he's
0: the the biggest thing I got from him is he's totally a normal dude with his own worries insecurities and uh, ups and downs as well
1: yeah um so Audible, guys, you hear us talk about it every week. So if you want to check out audio books and you want to start taking in your uh, taking in all your information while you're doing other things, then I highly recommend it and check out audibletrial.com forward slash advfradio. That's where you'll get a 30-day free trial. You'll also get one free audiobook in your first month. And then after that, if you subscribe, uh, if you become a member... Then you'll pay a small fee and you'll get one book credit a month. Uh, it's really a sublime service. Over the last two months, I said this the other day. Over, but I've uh, I've increased my account. Over the last two months, I've read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Got two new mates from that. Rich Dad Poor Dad. <laughs> what do you I've mean got you got two new mates? 20, mates from that? 20 bucks, huh?
0: Did you actually get two new mates
1: from that? Yeah, I got two new mates. Like, what are they named? Doug and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Marching Powder, yeah. Animal Farm, a Bullproof Diet, Emiss Revisited, and Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which I'm actually only halfway through. But that's a lot of books, guys. I've taken all that in the last couple of months, and it's great. I feel like I'm, uh, I'm getting smarter on the fly.
0: Well, I just had a look at your Facebook, and there is no Doug or Carl on there, mate. So not I don't on know. Facebook, mate. Oh yeah, okay. Not on Facebook. Um, MySpace.
1: So also, we're brought to you by MySpace. Yeah, um, we're brought to you by Adventure Travel. So. Adventure with Travel, guys, we've got an Everest Base Camp trek coming up. That's this September through to October. Um, it's just a beautiful 15-day trek through the Khumbu region. Finalizing uh, at Everest Base Camp, you'll check out the Khumbu Glacier. You'll check out Namche Bazaar, a real, uh, real cool little town on the Everest Base Camp trek. And uh, you'll just have lots of time to contemplate, make new friends, and see one of the most beautiful regions in the world. So if you want any more details on that... Check out
0: www.adventuretravel.com. com. Is uh, Doctor is uh, <laughs> Doug and Carl? Are they jumping on the trip? Are they going <laughs> to the are be
1: on the trip? <laughs> no, they can't make it. <laughs> oh, what, what was uh, Doug they're, doing? They're busy. They're, they've got um, they've got they've got busy. Go- no, yeah. They're um, they're busy from something. I think they're. Well, isn't Doug, Doug I think they're sick. I think got, Doug's a vet. No, they're, they're sick. Oh, they're sick. They're sick. They're They'll be sick. They're, they're dog sick. Yeah, dog sick. They're, they're a vet. And they're dog sick. <laughs> That's right. So they have got to fix their dog. Anyway, guys, <laughs> here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo.
0: Discovery roger. Go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are
2: we loaded? Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live. Too rare to die.
1: Alrighty, so um so Karen, so how do you make um how do you make a living as as a CrossFit athlete? And a lot of the guys, and you can you can use examples of friends of yours, guys that are treating it like a, a, a professional athlete. You know, how do you make ends meet? It's, it's, a very, it's a lot of work. The workload is very large, taking up a, a large portion of your time, you know. How do you make ends meet? You've got the gym, you've got sponsors. I actually
2: masturbate to pixelated porn <laughs> while creepy gentlemen watch me. And you actually you get paid yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, they pie? pay me. Creepy gentlemen pay me to put <laughs> an out. I can't, 4pm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, no, I actually, so I think we kind of alluded to this earlier on. I have an online coaching program, which um, is where I make some of my income from. Um, they, I work with people all over the world it's awesome programming is probably the part of CrossFit and or, I mean just functional fitness in general that I love the most it is it's like putting together a piece of a puzzle where, and I was sort of saying in my own training I feel like I've found this kind of formula that works there's like three things that you can train and you can always sort of work one or the other and it's kind of a hierarchy of how I would train those three things you know it starts with skill acquisition and blah blah blah, blah. and, and it, this whole kind of yeah, systemized approach that I've developed which is now rep, like replicable through programming for other people and like I love that I love doing that and I guess that's where like doing things like um, seminars and stuff when I talk about that in the future is something that I'm gonna hopefully do but so that makes some money. Um, I'm also you know very lucky that I do have a, a good following on social media I have an agent um, she's phenomenal she actually works predominantly she doesn't work with any other crossfitters put it that way she works predominantly in like mainstream media and stuff like that and i do like work with brands do campaigns and stuff i shot a campaign for microsoft uh recently for they've got these like activewear bands and stuff like that so i don't i don't really know what you would call that but that's kind of where most of my money comes from like and whether it's stuff that I share or I just shoot a campaign for them. So, for for instance, Far Cry the Game, I shot that campaign for Ubisoft. Uh, it was worth a decent chunk of money and it involves, you know, shooting and like a thing for them and they put it in X Magazine, Y Magazine. They did it in, you know, um, uh, newspapers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, those two sort of different avenues are my main sources of income. But that said... And I think I put up a post with the Microsoft thing. I'm actually very because I do understand that there is such a huge degree of bullshit out there in social media. I won't work with brands in, in a purely kind of promotional sense that I don't genuinely use. Like you guys can see I have my PlayStation yeah. right there and my games. Yeah, I play PlayStation. My bands just there, the Microsoft one, and I've been using that like for pretty much ninety percent of my workouts that are just endurance based. Um, you know, I'm pretty I don't you know I've had plenty of companies approach me like one that wanted me to you know post about using like drinking this shit tea mm. well, I don't know if it's, shit, it's probably good but yeah. I don't drink tea and I'm not gonna drink this fucking tea that makes me do whatever help me burn fat and mm. whatever like that fuck like that's not me yeah. at all like you don't you stupid. don't screw your
1: followers over by yeah, right. yeah. stuff that you don't, don't actually them. use and if yourself. i did
2: i'd say like you know this is a you know and i'm pretty it's pretty oh, fuck people aren't idiots i mean i nothing shits me more than when you look at someone on social media and they're blatantly plugging something and treating their followers like idiots like ah oh, so if you don't know that i'm being paid to do this and i probably don't actually fucking give a yeah. shit about whatever um but yeah that and then i just odd thing like things just pop up here and there like seminars workshops i might um you know go and do a talk somewhere fuck, I, I went and did a talk at the australian defense force academy uh, a few weeks ago At there like had a one of the squadrons down there had a had a uh, this formal dining thing and right that was an experience I, i'd mm. never eaten so properly in my life i had to be yeah. like instructed on how i was meant to eat and all these things yeah. i'm just sitting oh fuck <laughs> but i mean that was cool like, you see the plucks just there, like that was cool i got to stand up and it was actually mostly talking about things like you know the mental health and raising awareness and Stuff like that. Did you get a
0: taste of what it was like in the Australian Defence Force? If it's spoken about much mental health?
2: Yes and no. I think that that's why they had me down there. So it's obviously something they're trying to raise more awareness of. But it was a really interesting experience. These guys were, these guys and girls were at the academy. They're sort of 18, 19 year old kids that, and you could just kind of look around the room and you could see them kind of all smirking to each other and stuff like that. And you can just see that, particularly with that age group, you know, they don't have that life experience. They've probably never Mm. experienced it close to home that much yet. You know, it's something that, generally manifest itself in the early quarter, 20 early to mid 20s particularly in men and yeah like it is it's this hyper masculine sort of culture but the the residing sentiment at the end of it was that people did appreciate that conversation being talked about particularly their older members and the members of staff definitely. I think it's definitely something that's being I mean they wouldn't have had me there if it wasn't something and I, and I know the guy that they'd had that morning was an Olympian um, that an openly gay Olympian and so they're doing things to try and raise awareness of that as well like I'm also a huge ambassador of, well i guess like campaigner for equality of you know like marriage equality and equal yeah. rights and getting rid of the stigma around like homophobia and stuff like that i think fuck there's nothing shit like i think homophobia is one of the stupidest concepts you know, morgan Ford, morgan freeman your man yes. said it perfectly there's no such thing as homophobia you're just an asshole yeah i'm yeah, fucking yeah. afraid of two people that are genuinely in love if they are two men or two women it's such a fucking don't you think i'm um, purely because
0: what, it's not the majority yeah.
2: These, these things are becoming more openly accepted in, in these bigger obviously you know as I said like hyper masculine mm. sort of institutions yeah. one of my mates
1: knocked it on the head really well the other day um, one of my best mates uh, Matt Roy he said that we were talking about um, gay marriage and the obviously the fact that fucking Australia's leaders are fucking still opposed to it to some degree Yeah, and he said Roisey said to me, he goes, don't you think this is one of those stages in life where in 25 years' time, you're going to look back or 30
2: years' time, whatever, oh, and you're course. going to go, what the fuck was everybody 100%, 100%. thinking? It's the exact same 100%. as 25 like... 25 years ago, you could sell a black dude to another dude to work on your farm. <laughs> yeah. no shit. And how the
0: fuck is that even... Yeah, well, yeah, It's yeah, totally yeah. justifiable yeah. It's, the now. Exact, it's, it's the exact same. same, thing, same. isn't it? It's, well, anyway, we're having this talk on a but, slightly different tangent about technology today. But I mean, things progress so fast. He was just saying how Siri today is like a piece of shit. But in 25 years, 25... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited. <laughs> yeah. 25 years here is going to be like, hey, do you want me to cook scrambled eggs for you? And, you know, all this sort of thing. Well, it's how funny fun. I'm a
2: huge fan of Joe Rogan's. And I actually just listened to his podcast with... um Sam Harris. Boom. Yeah, and they were it talking... Sick, one, wasn't not, it? Sam Harris's was good. But I was listening to one... Oh, fuck, who was he talking to? I actually got his book. I just bought a book of the guy. Um, is this about the AI? The yeah, and he's talking about that. Uh, so it was... The book is called Sex at oh. Dawn with Christopher Ryan. Christopher Ryan is the man. Oh, bro. And He's you should hear sick. them talking about like these AI sex robots yeah. and stuff. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. hilarious. This well, book is fascinating though. I mean I'm I've I've got that on my sex, um, yeah. this, is, this is a great
0: book that kind I've of talks got that about on my audible, ready, to,
2: ready to go. Yes. Yeah, I wonder in twenty five awesome.
0: years' time we'll be talking about. Well, you'll Sex, be asking Siri to come
2: in wearing that favourite set of our bra and undies That's that she's got, right. and <laughs> Siri you know, put the
0: job of the hot costume.
2: On, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You'll be able to with this. to live out all these weird <laughs> and sort oh, of warped no, fantasies movie, where you come me. in. Oh. Oh. Siri, put the job of the reality. Yeah.
1: Virtual reality is going to be the weirdest one. Yeah. Virtual reality is nearly here. Virtual reality Brazzers is already working on virtual reality <laughs> porn. Is Go going up. back to porn. when we're going back to porn, and we're going back to we've our high-speed internet, we've got virtual reality. We've got virtual reality. Shut the front gate. You have just won so many more listeners to this podcast yeah. they're it's like fuck yes yeah. tell us more we've won, we've won all our demographic yeah. we were talking about this the other day we need but to work out our demographic yeah, well yeah, you've just
2: niche yourself perfectly 100%. fat guys sitting at their
0: computer <laughs> yeah. sweating
1: with these creepy grins alright so 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 finances this is what we were talking about yes. So for, for, for CrossFitters um, people out there in the fitness industry trying to survive when they're training so much and so forth what advice do you have because you do it pretty well what advice do you have to um Make a brand
2: of yourself. I think don't force it. It's like, be the more one of the big things that I learned before I even started people respond to authenticity mm-hmm. because no, we don't go on social media to be advertised to. If you are your authentic self and you show people things, you know, very, I mean, there's posts that I put up there where I talk about, you know, not having a good day and stuff like that. I talk about being passionate about things, I talk about feeling like shit. The more real you can be as a person, The more people are gonna relate to you and the more you the more you can say like give to people of yourself, the easier it's gonna be for you to become, I guess, a brand. The other thing is like I don't think I necessarily set out to become a brand. Mm -hmm. I just figured that if I was gonna broadcast myself to the world through social media, which is what we all do Mm -hmm. to an extent oh yeah make sure you're saying something of value like give if, if if what you're saying has no value then why the fuck does anyone want to listen to it like if you can't give value in what you've got to tell to people and whether that value is something as simple as someone who might have a smile and a laugh because you're there in your speedos and carrying on like a pork chop or whether that person can sit there and go like i've put up posts before about things to do with mental health or like nothing really good and some of the messages and this is by far the most rewarding part of being an athlete. Some of the things that people have then shared with me, like private message me and stuff like that beforehand, has genuinely brought me to tears Mm. because there are people going through shit Mm. all over the world, just like you, just like me, just like anyone else. And we have this incredible vehicle to communicate with those people. And when you use your social, like things like that, to have those conversations and communicate with people, in an authentic and genuine way that's designed to add value to their lives in whatever way, then people will respond to that, you know? If all you do is they're going, come into my gym and I'll give you two PT sessions for the price of one on something like that, it's going to look like people get over that pretty quick, yeah, smart. And people start sure. to switch off. They're not engaged.
0: Definitely, definitely. For sure.
2: So what about um, what about... What's
1: next for you, Khan? Like, uh, you've obviously, you're building this brand that you, you, we spoke before how you want to be able to, um, you want to be able to program for people. You want to build your online programming up so that you can travel a little more. Like, what what have you got left in CrossFit
2: in... Uh, in... Is this your last year? I said at the start of the year, I was going through a bit of a, a particularly... Bit of a lull. I guess mentally and physically, I was banged up, still nursing these injuries, and just felt like I was never going to get back to where I was. And you know, I was just sick of trying. I, I, and like, as I said, I was I was just overtraining. And um, I guess now that I'm enjoying training again, I'm just going to train. That's just how I'm going to train from now on. If the open rolls round and I do the open and I come sixth and I can go to regionals, and I've had a blast in the lead up to it, and I haven't changed that enjoyment factor fuck I may as well go mm. like even if, if I can but then it's going to be going there to have a blast that regionals not being like okay I have to go and I have to make the CrossFit Games and I come sixth if I come sixth by one point and just miss out on going well cool I've had 12 awesome 12 months of training when I feel like training mm. doing what I feel like doing traveling as much as I can you know getting my like you know putting my finger in the pie with these different business ventures and stuff like that talking to people meeting people expanding my horizons as a, as a human being and if if through all of that I'm still able to compete, then of course I'll still compete. I Definitely. love it. It's it's like I said. It's a it's a privilege to be out there, um, getting to do something. You know, getting to represent your country and yourself on the global scale. And mm. you know, like I have no, but I just guess my my shift in focus is. From a like yeah purely mental perspective, I'm not gonna base my next 12 months around yeah, trying priority, to compete. yeah. My next 12 like. months is not gonna be based around trying to compete at the yes. CrossFit Games. Yep. Put it that way. If I if I go back to the CrossFit Games, happy days. Yeah. You know, I'm still gonna train hard. I love it. You know, there's mm-hmm. like I said, there's days where if I feel good, I'll train four times that day, and I'll feel and I'll have an awesome day, and then afterwards I will feel great. Mm. But there's other times where if I don't feel great, I'm not gonna be like, oh fuck, can You've got to go on. Going to the gym, it. going yeah. through
0: it, your knees are hurting, but you've
2: got to do squats because you have to have strong legs or you're fucked. Like
0: you know, do you know? Just maybe um, think of something. I'm reading a book about um, mindfulness right now, and one of the biggest things they—it's uh, actually Bill's book that I've just taken—and <laughs> um, one of the biggest things they talk about is just habit releasing. Mm. So we're all in these sort of subconscious habits that we don't even know we do, and the biggest thing that I've found by by just—I sort of got into it a couple of years ago, but little things like I, oh, you know, I may sit over there on a chair and. You know, just saying, oh, I'm just going to sit on this side. And it just helps with, so I, I used to have that big thing as well. It's like, oh, fuck, I you know, didn't train exactly the way the program's written today. I'm like freaking out now and I didn't hit that number or whatever. But all these things now, it's just sort of helping with like, oh, who cares? It doesn't matter. I yeah. feel so much better for it. I'm yeah, nothing's, nothing's ever the end of the world. No, nah, yeah. it's never the end of the world. And just doing those little habit releases, uh,
2: yeah. that's a pretty. It's a pretty, pretty kind of like... Again, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, his recent one with Russell Brand, and I mean I'm a huge fan of both Joe and Russell. Mm. So it's awesome. Um and they were talking about like that this is big stint on happiness and how happiness is basically like, you know, doing what makes you happy is intrinsic to you. And it it comes from doing like that habit. At least if you go, Oh, I don't want to do this because it makes me feel unhappy, it makes me feel like shitty, like then don't do it. Mm. However, like that's all well and good but then there are times There are, and then the thing is as well and I talk about this in my seminars half of it was kind of on mindset and stuff there's always going to be situations in life that arise that make you feel uncomfortable and unhappy but you just have to kind of accept that and I think there's so much that goes into being a top level CrossFit athlete that means you have to accept that. If you can't walk into the gym and think about like the shittest you've ever felt after a workout if you can't walk into the gym and make yourself feel that way every now and again on your own of your own volition and just be like completely at peace with that then like you're never gonna make it that's right that's what separates the good from the great i wouldn't i don't think i'm necessarily the most athletically gifted guy in in crossfit in, in in any sport but particularly in crossfit there are so many athletes out there i think that are on paper better athletes than me But I have such, I am at so like such, so at peace with being uncomfortable because of all the different issues I've had mentally that have put me in these like constant states of discomfort for great periods of time, physical and and just purely mental and emotional. That sometimes it's actually kind of just nice when you just feel so shitty doing a workout. Mm. That's all you're really thinking about. Like I'm in so much pain right now. I'm so out of breath. I'm just gonna keep going though. There's this kind of blissful, almost Zen-like quality to that feeling of just complete chaos physically. Yeah. <laughs> that if you that if you can make peace with that, and furthermore, put yourself in that situation, I'm not saying do it every day because it sucks, but just be be able to do that. Like that's that's a huge thing as well that goes for you know like going training, and I'll continue to do that because, like I said, sometimes that's just nice.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's I think there's cool. a lot of. Um, I think um, CrossFit. Um, number one but sport in a in a general sense is a great application like you said to that for life because it you know life will give you that shit all the time it's kind Hmm. of like oh fuck i've just gotta just gotta cop this and i'm gonna gonna become a better person for it so weightlifting give you that bill uh
1: yeah i mean i actually had the similar similar experience where obviously you don't go through long periods of grinding pain when you're a weightlifter but i had um I had an example last week. or I think I had a three-week period where I just really was struggling mentally. Didn't want to step foot through the door. Yep. When I was in the gym, couldn't be fucked with my next set, so on and so forth. And my mate Dan came up to me and he's like, "Hey, man, how you going?" He's one of my real close mates in the gym, and I said, "I don't wanna be, here, man. I don't wanna be." And he was like, "Good." And I went, "Yeah, it's good. I'm yeah. here. Yeah, it's cool." Mm. And I, you know, I got the sessions done and I got the sessions done, and then. I didn't miss a, a training session, which was cool. I was in there. I was doing the work. If I wanted to rest, then I really would have, but I got through it. And then I came and trained on Monday and it was like a fucking, a ton of bricks had been lifted off me. My body felt great. I was moving perfectly. I was, and I was like, wow, this is, you know, just, it just, I think if you push through that pain, you know, you'll always get to the good stuff. 100%. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all part of it. You've, you've got to go through the shit to get to the good, but... Um, so Khan, do you have that kind of same mindset with with your training and are you flexible with your diet and stuff? How do you work that? I mean, oh, yeah. you take it pretty seriously, like what nah. do you eat?
2: No, nah, man, I just kinda of eat what I want, eat eh? Like I've it's improved to an extent. Like I Yeah, I think the less limitations I place on myself, the more I gravitate towards eating better anyway. Yeah. Because I just feel better. Like mm. if I'm there and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna eat any grain and I'm not gonna eat any sugar and I'm not gonna eat any this, 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 this and this. I go like two days and I'm like, this is fucked. I'm just going to go eat burgers and shit. But if yeah. I'm like, okay, tonight I feel like a pizza, I will go and have that. And, and I, don't, I, mean, I don't even have that thought process anymore yeah. So I'm so yeah, confused sure. with my diet. Yeah. If I want to eat whatever I want to eat right I now, mean, I'll have a beer and then go into a session this afternoon. That's fine. I'll go, you know, I just, yeah, I just eat what I want. And I think that therefore, because I have that flexible and chilled approach, I make decent choices anyway when it yeah. comes to food.
1: I'm sure you eat pretty well, by and large, anyway, I would say, with, without having to think about too much. I mean, you can't tell me if I'm wrong but you can't train at a real high level without eating a good amount of protein a good amount of carbs and a yeah. good amount of fat you I, know what I, I mean definitely, Mark, as I a,
2: definitely indulge probably more than your average CrossFit I, yeah. like you know, I drink, you know I, can, I drink I can see that mate multiple times
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> drinking drink beers just for everyone the, at home. His
0: 17th beer right now <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and holding it together he's well he's holding it very well yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah like I drink that I've got corn chips over there that I'll probably snack on all afternoon um, I fucking love Mission Corn Chips there's another brand that does not sponsor me in any way shape <laughs> or form hashtag Mission really Corn Chips Really should get around me. Yeah. them and Stone and Wood. Come on, guys! Yeah, right. I don't even know if Mission exists in Australia. If it's an Australian company, I know Stone and Wood is, so I know you're listening. Come on, Stone and Wood.
0: Yeah, I, help I, us help you. Exactly
2: right. They just to help me get drunk. Yeah. Either but I love. Yeah, I just, I love food and I love, uh, you know, I've uh, effectively lived this kind of bachelor lifestyle for a few years now where I basically eat out every meal. I don't really like cooking. So I know that my dinner every night is going to be at a restaurant or a cafe or something like, or a takeaway. But oh, That's sick. Uh, that's sick. Yeah. I wish I had the cash to do that. Yeah. <laughs> 100% I do it every day, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, well, you start to learn to make better choices. I'm actually in a very, this is kind of the first time in my life. I mean, since maybe like last year, it kind of started, start of last year, I've actually had, money to do like I don't have to you know the games has been a big expense like this year's games uh, has been a decent expense but by and large throughout the majority of the year I actually am able to just go and like eat where I want to eat and stuff mm. like that and it's actually a really lovely lovely change in um, you know going from scraping by on 500 bucks a week and you know, eating tuna and rice multiple times a day a week but yeah like I yeah, saw what I have for dinner last night I went and had uh, Greek food for dinner last night Sorry, oh, you know like
0: can
2: you want to give bread. a shout out to uh, the restaurant <laughs> oh they're actually a good restaurant free. as well. <laughs> free <meal> next week <laughs> yeah. We're hashtag,
0: hashtag, Greek hashtag Greek food hashtag Greek food <laughs> so you're lucky. gonna
1: get something in the mail I reckon you're gonna I get you've you hashtagged yeah. enough stuff yeah. but it's oh well,
2: fuck I better here we go stone and wood's my main one we'll just keep on about them stone and wood <laughs> stone but yeah no I don't know Like I wood. think and I like the ritual of going to these little rituals and stuff like that as well A nice little checkouts for me like uh, the ritual of going to a cafe for breakfast and having breakfast and having a coffee and I'm sitting down and I'm with like centered in like one piece like I'm not running around all over the place and that kind of little ritual and that like that's where it all started was just I'd go out for breakfast every day and then I was like all right well I'm I'm not cooking dinner because I was getting home late Um, so these little rituals that we build and whether it's like even now if I go out to dinner like with with the chick and my chick and like it's just like we even spoke about that we went to dinner the other night and she was like saying, "Oh, you know, it um, was oh, something about you know eating at home or well, you know what oh, like when they she, like I don't know how the conversation came up, but it's actually kind of nice. We go out to dinner every night because I don't cook, because it forces us to sit at the table and and converse, like have a conversation, Absolutely. actually get to know people, like
1: rather that. than sit in front of the television, yeah, like an, on your on your own couch, Dumbed down, yeah. yeah. But
2: like, um, yeah, those little rituals. The other one is going to the movies. I go to the movies like." Once, if not twice a week. Yeah. I fucking oh love the movies, man. It's that good. What have oh. you seen lately
1: that's good? You seen Mate, The was, Conjuring 2? Yeah, Seen The Conjuring What'd 2. You
2: think? I thought it was good. Yeah. I, it was obviously like, I didn't think it was like,
0: gut wrenchingly scary, scary I but
2: I love scary movies. So I went and saw that with a few friends and I saw that. The Hunt for the Wilder People, that was oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, brilliant that's film. Good. Um, what else have I seen recently? You've seen Dory? No, I haven't seen Dory. I saw I saw
1: booked in this week with my missus. She's been bugging the shit out of me. I haven't gone yet. Um, We're not actually booked in. I guarantee
0: it's going to be shitter than Nemo. Yeah, someone's coming. Nemo was coming good. But it's like shit. Yeah, I've heard it's real shit. It's like
1: with the Toy Stories and stuff or like Anchorman and fucking whatever. If the first is a 10 out of 10. Then even if the second's like a six, you're gonna fucking enjoy it. Oh yeah, it was yeah, like Anchorman yeah. Two for me. I'm like that movie was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it wasn't that funny? Yeah, but it was fucking good to see the boys on screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right, right, yeah. true. I catching up Just with old mates. Back you know. back in,
0: yeah, bricks back in action. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Entourage is a good example. Entourage. Oh, true. You know, a good example sucked. of a sequel that's like way better than the original is The Godfather.
1: You guys I The I would say way better. Oh mate, uh, it's a it's fucking it's good movie. Cool. But the was The first movie is pretty much. Top There's three, three of movies all of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first, number two is. I've even though. seen it. So. The flashbacks, yeah. The flashbacks in number two. That's what make it. Yeah, that's right. With the, with Robert Downey, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro. Robert There's De Niro. a few movies. Robert like Danny like Downey Jr. But Jr. They, dresses they few as Robert far De Niro.
2: Between where the sequel's better than the first. Yeah. Usually it's like ones with heaps of CGI where the technology gets better and you're like, oh, it looks this realer now. This is yeah. sick. Tell so you yeah. what I went to the other
1: day, which was rad was the Jurassic Park exhibition in uh, Melbourne oh, Museum. I
2: heard it was terrible. No, it's One sick. One of my good mates, it's Ricky went sick, down there, He fucking loves Jurassic Park. Yeah. I, I, I could read you the text. He I was fucking, <laughs> so pissed.
1: I was all over it. It was about, the only problem was it was like... Where was it? Three Melbourne Museum, like oh. the Museum of Melbourne, whatever it's called. Oh, right, okay. There was like three and rooms about the size of this room here which had the actual dinosaurs in it. There was like three dinosaurs. Yeah. So I was kind of like, oh, I can't wait to see what's next and then you're out and it's finished. Was So music that there? was a major bummer, but fuck, That's man. That's what I think he was all about was it yeah. was just very Small. but it yeah. was sick like my missus you know when you go in and you're like in a museum and they have whatever the exhibition is and they have a little um, a little stand that'll have the write-up about something they'll have mm. something on the wall whatever mm. my missus is just kind of dragging me through these rooms at a good pace at a reasonable pace and i'm just i'm <laughs> staying i haven't <laughs> finished reading yeah. i've got a few lines to go like i took it all in yeah Did, was, it was the music rad.
0: on Oh, <laughs> that
2: makes the experience that music is
1: unbelievable oh that no, it was, was um, it was it was pretty sick but um, anyway so you got any riddles for us tommy or anything, oh, anything good today i reckon
0: i've got a riddle <laughs> i reckon i've got a riddle uh, what have i got here we go oh yeah shit shit it. okay this this is all right <laughs> see how you go mary's father has five daughters Nana, Nene, Nini, Nono, and what is the fifth daughter's name? What are the what are the first four? Okay, so Mary's father has five daughters. Nana, Nene, Nini, Nono, and what is the fifth name?
2: Mary. Nana, Nene. <laughs> Mary. <What? laughs> yeah, yeah, is. I'm less concerned about that. I just want to know what those names were again. Nana. Nene. Nini. Nene, no, no. This is obviously a made-up story as well. Can't just say no. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag <laughs> Nene. <Nini>. Hashtag
0: Nene.
2: <laughs> Nene uh, and No, no. Sponsored, Sponsored by, Sponsored by yeah, that's right. Yeah, all right.
0: right. <laughs> um, well, I should have some other. Yeah, ones that too. was a very simple riddle. Shock, wasn't it? All right. Oh, this is one that stumped you. See if it, Are you a riddle man at all, okay? I love riddles, but I'm not great at them. Okay. <laughs> my best
2: mate. Shout out to my best mate. Yeah. He <laughs> now lives in New York. Hashtag best mate. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Byron Craft. Um, he one time. Fuck, we were at shopping centre together because that's what best mates do. And he like fucking ran off. I went in the bathroom and he disappeared and just kept telling me riddles to try and find him. And I get like these periods of time, he tell me this riddle and I'd be like, fuck, where is he? And I try and find him and I couldn't find him. oh, it was that good. But then it all ended up work being it for. Can stop? <laughs> Well it ended up being like he was sitting in his car for like the last four riddles and he's like, I just wanted to fuck with you and make it yeah, yeah, different yeah. places.
0: But so I'm not good at riddles. All right, well I like them. Alright. Who makes it has no need of it? Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. What is it? Oh, see, I kind of need to see this in front of my face to yeah, look at it because you right. said that and I don't remember. Have a read of this one. So, who makes it has no need of it. Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. What is it? Did I, I read this one out recently? Didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you get
1: it? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Yeah. It's bloody. And tough. I don't actually
2: remember what it is. Should we? No, so i got fucking no idea. Yeah, it's a coffin. <laughs> ah, good. That's right? How ah, good. Ah, that's that one. is good. See, I would go like, see for me, I'm going like deep, spiritual,
0: like yeah. something like, like, virtue But <laughs> Everyone always goes, God, <laughs> who buys it, has no need of it. You're right though. <laughs> um, I think I'm all done with the riddles.
1: Should we, um, should we hit six for six
0: up? Yeah, I think we should. So, Carl, we, uh, we normally
1: finish up with six questions, three for me, three from Tommy. Mine are um, pretty travel related. And uh, feel free to go off on any tangents because I know you said you're a very, very uh, passionate man about traveling, as am I, as is Tommy. So um, my first question, which is pretty, pretty broad. So your favorite destination you've ever been at can be a small town, can be a city, can be a country, can be anywhere.
2: I I love New York City. I'd say New York's kind of like my home away from home. Both My coach is based over there. And my best mate, the one we just talked about, shout out again to the best mate uh, <laughs> lives over there now. So I've spent like a lot of time there. I've I really love New York. So like I just really love the city. Yeah. Um, but also I've been through South uh, Central America and I really enjoyed that mm. as well. But I, I guess New York, I'm a huge fan of New York City.
1: Where's your? Uh, I've been through Central and South America a couple of times. Where's your? Where have you been in South uh, Central America? Sorry, where's in your?
2: Parts of Mexico, then Guatemala and Belize.
1: Sick. Did you get to Key Corker in Belize? Yep. How sick good is hurry. that joint? So good. We actually got to Key Corker in Belize. It was the strangest happening. So we went to Isla Mujeres in Mexico. Yeah. And uh, sick little island. And this is like my third day backpacking. And I just was drunk playing pool with a couple of guys and ended up being a German guy and a German girl. And um, this crazy Canadian dude came up to us and asked if we wanted to sail with him to Belize the next day. was we fucking great. Yeah. We were drunk as fuck. We're like, yeah, man. Yeah. We'll go with you. Yeah. This
2: sounds like a great adventure. Anyway. Sounds like the start of like some sort of Mexican version of the beach where you like met this German couple and then you fell in love with the German happened. So
1: so anyway, so the guy rocks up the next day and uh, I was in my hammock. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? He looks really familiar. (laughs) Anyway, long story short, he's come up, hey, you guys still want to sail with us today? I'm like, fuck. Anyway, the other two were in, whatever. We sailed from Mexico to Belize and during the sailing trip, there's about fucking 10 stories that I'm telling in one story right now, but have I told this on the podcast before?
0: Uh, no, not on the podcast before. You told
1: me though. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what happened was I ended up taking the reins of this, uh, of this catamaran and sailing through the Caribbean Sea for fucking like 12 hours through a storm. Got it from two knots an hour to uh, 18 knots an hour, nearly had to bring the mast down, like bombing along the Caribbean Sea. And when we got to Key Corker, we landed uh, we, we, we docked and we got off the boat and we are going to meet a um, guy in the sports bar for a beer in like a couple of hours time we got off the wharf we got, we got our lonely planet open we're trying to find somewhere to stay and this, there's an American guy at the end of the wharf and he goes um, he basically said hey guys um, you want to buy all your food and water tonight for the next couple of days because all the shops are going to be closed mm. and I looked at him and I said what the fuck are you talking about man? He goes, you don't know, Hurricane, Contri- oh, Hurricane. Hurricane Matthew's coming yeah. up the Caribbean coast. So we had to batten down the hatches In there was no one there in Key Corker. <laughs> so we bought, what we did was we bought, um, first things first, we bought about five bottles of rum. Second thing, we bought <laughs> a few bags of Coke and then we locked ourselves in, a hostel. <laughs> in our hostel room. We found three other travelers, so there was six of us. And we had like a three-day lock-in party <laughs> while this fucking torrential storm thundered down. And all we did was just sung arm in arm like Red yeah, Hot yeah. Chili Peppers for hours on end. And Da-da-da-da-da. it was up there were like
2: dinosaurs. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Da-da-da>. <laughs> it was, it was rad. This is my dream come true. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. yeah. so, the key Kork is sick. But so my next, uh, my next travel question is your favorite, uh, sorry, your dream destination. So it can be anywhere again. I've
2: never been to Europe. So Europe, I really 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 want to go and it's hard with the travel schedule that cost me kind of you know my like this huge chunk of my year every year goes to being in the States which is which I and I love the States as I said but yeah I really want to get to Europe really want to get to Europe
1: anywhere in particular? all of it
2: oh man like Spain it's yeah too all of it man like seriously I want to do like all the like those kind of that textbook I want to go and see the Eiffel Tower and be in France and Paris and Spain Paris things, is lame, but I also want to do like Scandinavia and then I want to yeah. do just like um, like Spain's Eastern list that Eastern Europe as well
1: Spain 100% yeah I've Prague, heard six. such
2: sick thing about Spain yeah. and I think that just like it would be my type of city to visit yeah
1: 100% um
2: so, next question
1: is, if you were stuck in a desert island, you've got three things to keep you sane. So, you've got food and water and a
2: toothbrush and all that shit. Well, so, isn't this exactly... You see, it was rum, coke yeah. and, <laughs> and some other trouble. We know what yeah, he yeah, likes. That's, <laughs> right. that's right. Happy days. I mean, it's not a bad time on an island, let's be honest <laughs> yeah. in, Well, that can be your answer if you like. No, it's okay. I think I'll go uh, something to pen my thoughts. Yep. So, whether that's like... I, wish, I hope it's not pen and paper, something to type my thoughts out on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't have to be functioning in any other way, shape, or form. Yep. Uh, a member of the opposite sex. <laughs> and Heeler? pardon? Human or
0: well, preferably <laughs> good. <laughs> so, depends how long I'm trying to on the most. island for. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> no. Uh, and ooh, something to take pictures with. I really like taking photos. Mm. Yeah, something cool. Something to take pictures with. Something to ride on, and a
0: chick.
1: Cool, easy. That's a good combo.
0: Alrighty, Uh, did you have a role model growing up? Have a role model growing up? Yeah, to be completely cliche, my
2: dad probably, like I idolised my dad in a lot of ways. He was just, you know, when you're a kid and you think your dad's just the best at everything. Mm -hmm. Like he played all these sports and all this sort of stuff and he just had this really kind of positive and, you know, deep. My parents, I'm very blessed that both my parents are very creative people and very kind of like, like, loved me and my brothers a lot and were very open with that very we had a very kind of like you you were encouraged to speak about your feelings and all this sort of stuff and so i think that having it's shaped me to a huge extent today is having like my father who i did see as this kind of like you know figure of masculinity was also like in touch you know we, we were brought up to if, if, if for your birth for birthdays and stuff like that it was just as good to write mum and dad a poem or something like that, that as it was to buy them a present so we mm. had this kind of had this beautiful relationship with both my parents i guess you can pull both my parents my role models and this beautiful relationship with both my parents that's really i think uh you know particularly through some of the difficult times that i've been through mentally and stuff like that has really given me beautiful perspective on the world and um just yeah like a beautiful kind of outlook on a lot of different things and, and just incredibly caring and compassionate people that yeah i i aspire to if i can be as good a parent to my kids as they were to me i think i'll have done
0: you know a brilliant job in life so excellent
2: over and yeah it sounds cliche but yeah, i guess both my parents Well, it's not cliche mm-hmm.
0: we get i reckon one in three yeah people. probably more so probably probably more so, probably probably more so. that's probably because we thing.
1: interview Successful good people, yeah, you know, right. with, with a good head on their
0: shoulders. And Absolutely. that's
1: normally coming from normally comes from the top, you know. Yeah. So definitely.
0: completely. Um okay. Uh, favorite thing to do when you've got some downtime. What do you like to do?
1: It's gonna be the same again. Yeah. Co- it's gonna be cocaine, rum, yeah, yeah. rum,
2: chicken, chips. Yeah. Right yeah. that, <laughs> <right. laughs>
0: that doesn't include the three yeah. <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> your fourth favourite thing to do, basically.
2: Um, I don't do it as much anymore. I do like to write when I when I feel good. I like to uh, read. As Oops. I said, there's sort of three things I've been trying to add back into my daily ritual um, to, I guess, keep that mental enrichment going and that's reading, listening to podcasts and writing and it can be something as simple as like a haiku or like, sometimes it's honestly, I'll just be driving and I'll have this like beautiful phrase will come into my head and I'm like, fuck, I have to write that down because that's a really cool and it can be to do with nothing. It can be to do with like, um, someone oh fuck like some of them are just so abstract where it can be like you know often there's a kind of prevailing sort of sensual nature to a lot of these things um, and that can just be this beautiful phrase that describes some sort of incredible sensual encounter um, and i just have to write it down and that's you know something that I kind of love to do in my spare time but also I don't know like I love uh, I love
0: just chill like movies I guess it'd be yep. like something really kind of basic yeah chill, for sure normal. definitely. I love going to the movies excellent Alrighty, and the final one is if you can invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be and why? And your family's already there. Family's already there. All your close people are already there. I was going
2: saying say, because there's like one of my mates that I kind of thought about this question. Yeah. It's like, I'll get like two really like, fuck, like the president and someone, like there. and then I get one of my buddies particularly <laughs> to just be like there and just listen to what he had to ask them. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. a really hard question. It is tough. I think like, you could go down the path of um, you could go down the very you know, invite three supermodels and just have a beautiful dinner <laughs> to sort of observe, but oh fuck like, uh, that would uh, be a good dinner that would be a good dinner let's not lie but at the same time <laughs> a dinner filled with cocaine and rum that's, that's all that's served on plates as well
0: hashtag rum cocaine this is the hashtag. great hashtag. what are we hashtag. doing with our
1: lives let's get hashtag. three hashtag. supermodels yeah. on the blower a so run uh. some coke and then yeah. play the Jurassic Park movie what a great afternoon I head feel head like so. you could hook that up we couldn't hook that up I feel like all we
2: talked about is <laughs> cocaine and Jurassic Park an interesting combo let's imagine if the entire film <laughs> Jurassic Park the guys were wired as on cocaine yeah. that would make the movie oh. like, and and imagine it would be the guys
1: were all naked women
2: supermodels yes. yes. <laughs> is the greatest film of all time yeah. you don't have to find far to find, you don't have to look far in the eastern suburbs particularly to find supermodels and cocaine yeah. in the same place in Sydney oh. but three people living or dead I went down a couple of different avenues. There's people that I would love that are alive to sit down and have a conversation. I love Joe Rogan, Russell Brand, especially after just listening to that podcast. They'd be great to have to dinner. And then, you know, maybe someone like uh, even Sam Harris or like Graham Hanhock. Hancock, who's been I'm Hancock I'm reading Graham Hancock I'm reading Supernatural You've dropped the, the name Phenomenal That's like my goal it? After the games Is find somewhere Where I can go And do an ayahuasca journey yeah, Yes so, Am I allowed I'm, to say that On National Absolutely on radio, I'm yeah, going in. the end of this Oh you've got it Fuck yeah, That's awesome sick, In man. the bag I'm only just Holy, I'm only just getting I, it. I have to take a photo And say this to my mate Ricky I think we speak about Graham Hancock
0: Every episode, Don't we So
1: to the to every all the listeners That can't see What we're actually doing here I've just pulled out A book called Supernatural Which is by Graham Hancock And it's all about the. The, the state of consciousness and how it arose in mankind and stuff. I can't really go too far into it because I'm only up give, to like... Give the brief description. Well, ba- basically, all, of, all I'm up to at the moment is um, studying the very, very ancient cave paintings, mm. the first art that men came up with. And that was like 14,000, 15,000 years ago in, uh, in Europe, places of Europe and Africa. So that's basically where I'm up to at the moment. You know? So
0: yeah, like his, his unconventional theory is basically that, hu- that the consciousness in humans came from eating... Psychedelic shrooms, yeah. The cr- you know, from I D&T mean, have you pop-ities. heard him talk
2: about like religion? Oh, yeah. Man, man. man. Oh, man oh, Tommy, bro, to are it's addicted to him. We are addicted
0: to him. Fucking metal. Yeah. Who yeah. needs porn when you have Graham Hancock? Yeah, so this is. This
2: is. You I know, fuck cookers blow and rum. Yeah. literally off. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just get around Graham Hancock. I think for he's here.
1: your number one guest, and mine's 100%. my number one guest is Randall Carson. Have you listened to the Randall Carson and Graham Hancock? Joe, Joe Joe Rogan?
2: Oh, started to it. I haven't got all the way to that one. So I'm just going back to the one of just Graham Hancock. Mind blowing thing. It is.
1: I've ever listened to. Fucking amazing. Randall Carlson. Above Graham Hancock for me.
2: I would probably invite if it was been those three but I don't think they would be my three it would be like Louis Theroux he's also interested.: yeah Louis Theroux is yeah. sick however I think I'm going to go down the path of going like I'm going to get the President of the United States. he have to, have to they have to answer all your questions right? yeah, yeah. President yep. of the United oh, States that guy would know some shit fuck like, yeah, you wanna yeah. Get, I want to pick his mind I agree Jesus Christ because yep. apparently he was like a legitimate figure yeah, I want to be like come on buddy dude. I mean I'm not and I'm not a religious guy by any means but come on let's be honest here walked on the water did you, do, did you do it? tell me you have to tell the truth this That's is right. a truth telling dinner little party a little bit of mayo a little bit of mayo on that one come on, yeah, come on, come on, come it's on. It's or were they all on mushrooms <laughs> you drug that water you turned into wine That's right. it was ayahuasca yeah. and you got ah, I'm onto you <laughs> and Jesus then, <laughs> and then probably like um, cut me off, he's, fuck, he's a figurehead of so many different religious things ah oh, that third person maybe Buddha and then I'd let them duke it out at the end of this kind of like, well, who, I mean, Buddha would probably not duke it out at all. It'd be interesting, but just to think like, these are kind of, these are three incredibly influential people that have huge followings. Uh, and I guess Buddhism is the probably the, the religion that I have the most interest in, which is hence why Buddha, because I think that, like that kind of Christianity, Catholicism, whatever is. It's it, man. It, 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 yeah, I have, I have my own personal opinions on that. They are just that, but I, I'm still fascinated by the fact that it does captivate such a vast mm. majority of the Western world. Yeah. So I would be really interested to sit down with Jesus and go, Did you expect this to happen?
0: Yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like, you
2: really blew up, man. Yeah, yeah. Think, you were viral, huge? We'll you're like one of those guys viral. that got bigger when he died, though. <laughs> Stop like, kind Jurassic of sucks for you, but, help <laughs> us out. Yeah, like you could probably. I mean, if if you want hookers and uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll help you out. Yeah, seen my social media
2: following, but he's like, yeah, them and then the United. States of America, because uh, the president. Because I'd be like, oh fuck, you know things, you know things oh, that we don't man. fucking know. Mm. Yeah, I've seen 51. Zeitgeist,
0: I fucking know. Yeah, yeah. I've got theories. <laughs> You've seen Zaytsev. Yeah, you? yeah, I've seen Zeitgeist how good's that oh mate yeah how, how good, good is mind blowing the first few questions. years yeah, you just, just sit there bang, 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 like... bang.
2: so that's what I get they'd be my three and Excellent. then I, as long as I can have my mates there as well to rib into them with questions too and they've got to be okay with this taking the piss out of them as yeah well. that's right so they don't have yeah. a bit of a joke with the boys yeah yeah, I, yeah have they can dinner, take the piss out of me fuck they do they
0: want it's going to be great about America,
1: yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Obama would be down. He'd be cool. He'd be yeah. Cool. Obama would be a great dinner guest. He'd be he'd be good, wouldn't he? He's a good he's a good man. Have you, is that all your questions? That's that was your all story? my questions. I yeah, reckon cool. we
0: should uh, ask Mr. Porter if there is anything you would like to plug, my friend.
2: Um, no, I think we got all of them in there. Actually, yeah, no, I will I will give a shout out to my sponsors uh, Alpha Fit and Blue Dinosaur Bars, purely because I do genuinely like both those brands. They are Aussie boys, uh, and oh, sorry not just boys but Aussie brands and uh, they've kind of backed me for quite some time now and I do really love having, I think, you know, particularly with having started to tap into the mainstream with some of my other like affiliations and endorsements and things like that. It's really cool to have these grassroots Aussie companies that I'm still on board with and I do really appreciate the thing with them. I'm also uh, with Nike as well um they're great too but like, i really you know nike's nike fuck they've got heaps they don't cool even of, need your help yeah, yeah. they <laughs> really don't need my help they're heaps cooler people than me that work with them thanks ken potter <laughs> uh, yeah ken potter <laughs> oh kenny potter now there's a bloke you want to meet Ke- shout out to kenny potter yeah. as well that's my uh, alter ego when i'm having a good time um, <laughs> kenny, potter. wanna, kenny potter's a kenny good fella potter. good fella to get around you're
0: gonna meet him for a beer <laughs> oh fuck
2: one B will turn into 26, good. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Ah,
1: that's excellent. Good. And um, where can they find you, Khan? So for you I'm know, probably not going to give out my
2: address. I've had some interesting people <laughs> contact me over the years. Let's uh, that, go your uh, your <laughs> online address. <laughs> uh, I've got my website is www.iamcarnporter.com. Uh, and your my, program, man? Yeah, that's it's on the same website. Yeah. It's all there. Uh, my Instagram is at Porter. I own CrossFit Play in Sydney. Uh, So you can check out www.crossfitplay.com.au as well. uh, .com, I think. And yeah, that's kind of the only places that
0: I would appreciate random strangers looking for me. (laughs) Beautiful. Cool. Well, that was awesome, man. I reckon yeah. um, next time um, we get you on the show, we'll talk about um, unconventional science here Theories and Shit. Oh, uh, we'll, can we? We'll can, can we get that. someone that actually um, knows heaps yeah. more than us as well? I know. Let's get, let's know. get
1: this guy on the show <coughs> and this guy on the show. Sit let's him there. Let's make that dinner table. Let's oh, make dinner we'll the dinner table. Oh, record We'll make the dinner <laughs> table. <laughs> get them
2: and then like a couple of our mates as well. This guy and this guy again. The listeners
1: are hating it. This guy and this guy. That would be Graham Hancock and... Christopher Ryan, by this point in time, listeners. Stone and Wood will be like well on board. <laughs> they right? provide alcoholic <laughs> beverages for everyone for the evening. Hashtag Stone
2: and Wood. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be awesome. Blue, din-
1: blue dinosaur paleo bars for all as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. All righty, sweet. Thanks, Khan, and that's a wrap. Thanks, guys. All righty, guys. So that was uh, part two with Khan Porter. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, pretty pretty wild conversation. Um, pretty deep conversation through parts. Mm. I had a really good time. Tommy had a really good time. We got a new friend in Khan Porter, and I hope you guys feel like you do too. So, um, subscribe to our show, please, guys, because we want to get bigger guests. We want to bring you guys awesome interviews. And the way that we're going to be able to do that is if you guys subscribe, tell your friends, um, we'll get more listeners. We can obviously get, uh, get sponsors and we can bring you some really cool stuff. Also, if you found anything in that, uh, in that podcast really interesting and you want to look into it further, then head to our show notes. They'll be find, uh, found at www.eventurefittravel.com forward slash podcast. All the links for everything we spoke about on the, in the uh, show are all there. While you're there, there's plenty of places um, on AdventureFitTravel.com to join our mailing list. It's all over the site. If you join our mailing list, you'll get all the show notes, you'll get all the promotions from Adventure Travel, you get all our trip announcements, you'll get everything and anything coming your way from ADVF. Um, Excellent. So before we go, check out AudibleTrial.com forward slash ADVF Radio for your free audio book and 30-day trial and check out Ever space camp trek this year at www.adventure.travel.com. That's it. That's a wrap.